It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. And did you realize that people can listen to us anytime they want? They can? Non-stop if they wanted no. to. No. Yeah, it's Matt and Lizzie on demand. <gasps> and it starts right now. Moves. That is a little bit. It's new from Nelly in Florida, Georgia line. Matt James, Renee Nelson. It is the Wednesday Moose Morning Show. And I got to tell you, um, I know you've heard me say this already, but I did get up this morning thinking uh, for the first like 90 minutes or so of my day that today was Thursday. And I just want to be very clear to everybody out there uh, that according to my iPhone, today actually is not Thursday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. I made a mistake. I mean, now it's not a big deal. I didn't do or not do anything um, because of what day it was. I function mm-hmm. as every day is the same. <laughs> Isn't that what life's all about? Pretty much. Every day is exactly the same over and over and over again until you die. <laughs> Sorry. The coffee hasn't kicked in yet, so I don't have any positivity in my veins. But I did. I thought today was Thursday, which, of course, I'm like, all right, today and then tomorrow, and it's Friday. Nope, today's Wednesday. Anyway, the weather's going to be nicer than it was yesterday. Yeah, sunshine and 70s today and tomorrow. And for Friday, we're getting to around 80. All right, this is what we're going to talk about this morning. Have you ever been friend-zoned or have you ever had to friend-zone somebody? We want to talk to the zoners and the zonies, respectively, today. If you've ever had to zone somebody, how did you do it? How did it go? Did it ruin your friendship afterwards? If you're a zonie, you were trying to, like, you know, maybe get with somebody who was a friend and they had to totally zone you, what was it like for you? Get your comments in at our Facebook page or Give us a moose call, 626 or 547-9800. We're putting you in the friend zone this morning. Starting your day with... It's number one, hit music station, Dua Lipa. That is Break My Heart. It is the Moose Morning Show. It's Wednesday, not Thursday. I thought it was Thursday for 90 minutes, and uh, I apologize because I came in here all wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, and Renee said, why are you so excited? I said, well, it's Thursday. Said, Tomorrow's Friday. And she said, no, it's not. Today's Wednesday. <laughs> Yep. So, I still have a lot of things uh, to do, so I can't lose a day right now. Renee Nelson, killing my vibe since 1991. <laughs> Thanks for that. You're Appreciate welcome. you. Seven minutes after six o'clock, it's a better day than it was yesterday uh, because, in fact, we are closer to Friday and the weather's nicer. Yeah, the 92 Moose Central Maine weather is powered by two clean car wash and pet wash. You no longer need to bathe your pet at home. Enjoy the convenience of the manual pet wash on the Waterville Road in Skowhegan. Going to see sunshine 70s today, tomorrow too. Have you ever been friend zoned? Have you ever had to friend zone somebody else? Let us know at the Facebook page or give us a moose call 626 or 547 9200. Matt, Renee, and Matt this morning. Matt Pouliot is in with us. Good morning, sir. Morning, morning. Now, you had a late night uh, at the State House last night. You guys are working like super late. Yeah, we were there until about 1030 and expect to be there pretty late tonight. Now, how, how long does the session, because you're what? You said you're in your 10th. Tenth day, tenth legislative day. Yeah, normally we would be into the, you know, 70s or 80s by now. Right. But because we weren't meeting in session as much, uh, we're in our 10th. Um, now, today will be 11th legislative day. But you're back at the State House, no more Civic yeah. Center. Yeah, that's right. Seeing people face to face is the only way to do it. <laughs> you know, and it's great, you know, that the legislators are back at the State House because that's where legislators belong is at, you know, the Capitol building at the State House. Uh, but I would think that the Civic Center was a pretty good venue because they have the concession stands. <laughs> but it was shut down, man. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I say you can't get a pretzel and a popcorn and cotton candy. I mean, you might be able to over at the State House. Uh, but we're talking about being friend zone today. So if you want to chit chat with us, give us a moose call. Get your comments in. We'll be reading those on the air as well. Uh, anything you want to talk about, we're an open book for you. It is the Wednesday morning, Wednesday, not Thursday, Moose Morning Show. Central Maine wakes up. Morning show time. 20 minutes after 6 o'clock. 
And uh, it's going to be a nicer day than it was yesterday. A little bit warmer, a little less cloudy, a little nicer. Right, Renee? Smile for crying out loud, please. Wow. <laughs> That's just, what you do. She's is just you tell, bummed that she's leaving Maine. You tell, yeah, tell yeah. somebody to smile. Yeah. She's bummed that she's going to have a lanai and palm trees and be much closer to Disney World than she is right now. All terrible things. Well, the rest terrible, of us stay here and things. suffer in the cold. Well, you're not going to suffer today. The 92 Moose Central Maine weather is powered by two clean car and pet wash. Your car will shine with hot soapy water and great pressure in either the manual or the automatic car wash on the Waterville Road in Skowhegan. Going to see some sunshine, 70s today and tomorrow. Matt Renee and Matt. Matt Pugliot is with us on Mike 3 this morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Nice to have you in studio with us. I know you had a late night at the legislature, uh, but you were back today. And another late night probably today. So we appreciate you being here with us. And uh, we were actually just talking uh, because uh, Puglia Real Estate Team, right? Yeah. Downtown Augusta, new location for you guys. And those apartments that you guys just finished, unbelievable. I watched you did that live video like several weeks ago where you did the tour of all the units. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, they really came out great. Uh, You know, the building had been used for office space for the last hundred years. And so... Took a lot to convert it into residential on the upper floor. And how many units are up there? Nine. Wow. Yeah. That's unbelievable. And I was watching that live video that you did. And first of all, they just, they're all gorgeous. But the views out of that building are incredible. Yeah. Yeah. They're one one unit, number nine. You can actually see the old Fort Western and all three bridges. It's, it's great. Great. Unbelievable. Now, are those all rented or are there any vacancies over there? Yeah. No, they were all rented really before we were done. (laughs) Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Those came out great. We were just talking about real estate in general because one of the things that is obvious is that home values over the last, what, 12, 18 months or so have just skyrocketed. And you said that they're probably going to stay that way for a while, at least for the foreseeable future. What causes – now, I, was it the pandemic? Was it just a, a, a shortage of inventory and a surplus of buyers? What causes this sudden change in home value yeah there's really a confluence of events first of all we've had low interest rates for a while now so that's been increasing affordability for people because their payments lower we've also and a a quarter point on an interest rate is huge like that's huge for sure yeah so we'll see what happens today the fed's going to talk about what they're doing with rates later on so it could have a little bit of an impact yep you know, overall, Matt, the reality is we still have super low inventory. Uh, like I was saying, 1.65 months of inventory. For there to be kind of an equilibrium in the market, we need six months of inventory. Wow. So the only way that this changes is if somebody goes out tomorrow and starts adding, you know, like 20 subdivisions around here. <laughs> well, and you were just mentioning to Renee a few minutes ago, nationally, they would have to build like so many millions of homes yeah. to level out the inventory yeah, to buy a region. million homes. <laughs> yeah. Well, fortunately, OSB is coming down a little bit. <laughs> I know, it's uh, so. crazy. And that, with the labor shortage, is just causing, you know, a shortage of inventory. So the reality is we'd have to add, you know, thousands of homes just in Kennebec County for us to get to that equilibrium I was talking about. And there's really no way that that's going to happen. So right. yeah. this, I think, is really a new norm, which some people might be like, this is not affordable. You know, I can't do a $200,000 three-bedroom, one-bath ranch. And Augusta, totally agree. You know, we need to do more to add inventory. Right. But I think what we're not going to see a bubble like what you saw in, you know, the crash of 08, because that was built up housing inventory through the roof that we just couldn't sustain. Right. You know, we had like seven months of inventory, you know, nationally. And And not enough buyers. Four. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I was just saying, you know, I go on to Realtors 
little app there, and I just start looking at towns and cities around Maine, and it shows you the history of these properties and what they last sold for. And looking at what these homes last sold for even five, six years ago and what they're listed for now. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. I know. I sold my house in late 2019, and, of course, it went into the pandemic. I should have I know. I went into the pandemic <laughs> going, 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 okay, okay, okay. You know, I've got some money in the bank. Then I saw what was happening with real estate prices, sure. and I'm like, well, if it makes Darn. you feel any better, I'm a realtor, and Heather and I sold our house in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you a did. A beautiful home, too. Did the exact same thing. I want to sell our house for just just because we could make so much money on it now. But my wife's like, well, where are we going to live? Exactly. Because everything else is in increased value, so you're going to sell for more, but then you're going to buy for more. And I said, well, we'll just live in the camper until everything crashes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you not, know, what a lot of people are doing right now is they're, it depends. Everyone's living situation is different, but a lot, a lot of folks are selling, putting the money in the bank, maybe renting a place for the next year to, to two years. See what the market does. Yeah, yeah. And then, and, and some people might be like, why would they spend that money on rent if they, you know, have a home? But the reality is the money that you're making on the sale of the home, more, more than what you're paying out in rent. Oh, so. of course. Yeah. So people are, some people are doing that. Some people are just, you know, saying, Hey, look, I know the next place that I buy is going to be where I want to be for the next 15 or 20 years. Yeah. So even if there were to be some kind of a dip, you know, say five to 10%, it's not, it's going to wash itself out over right. that period. But if I meet with somebody and they're like, yeah, I want to go somewhere else, but I only want to be there for three to four years, I say, just stay in your home. Just wait. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Absolutely. Uh, it is the Moose Morning Show for a Wednesday, 626. Matt Pouliot is with us. If you have any questions for Matt, give us a Moose call. Legislative questions, real estate questions, maybe just some random personal questions. Give us a call, <laughs> 626 or 547-9200. It is the Moose Morning Show. 92. Eilish, that is your power. It is the Moose Morning Show, 636. Time flies when you're drinking cold brew. Yeah, I saw you had one of those. I have to apologize. Normally when I go through the drive-thru, I text you and I'm like... Do you want a coffee? And I didn't do that this morning. No. My apologies. That's okay. But if you'd like to go get one now, no, I can cover you while you're away. No, I'm fine. As soon as you're done working on a project for me that I've asked you to do for me. Yeah, I have know you sent that to me? Yeah, it's in your Facebook inbox in Messenger. Okay. I'm doing a post at our the uh, right now about my oldest son, Evan, who came home from school. Today's his last day. Today's field day. So today's like bring a towel to school and a change of clothes because we're going to have fun and get wet. Yesterday was awards day. So yesterday he came home with all of his awards. And uh, I'm not going to get into them right now because I'll forget what they are. But there were like four or five awards, academic awards, crazy stuff that I never would have received. Yeah. I would have gotten an award that was like, hey, he went a week without detention. All right. Yeah. Okay. Frame that, mom and dad. Um, so my son Evan is nothing like me at all aside from the witty sense of humor the dashing good looks i mean obviously there's some serious comparisons there uh but academically nothing like me so i'm working on that but i took a photo of him with his awards yesterday but like a ding dong i took it in portrait mode and for our website it needs to be in landscape so renee is like doing her magic over there to fix that for me what and, are you gonna do without me well renee's last show is a week from today one week from today renee departs for the sunshine state and i'm gonna be on my own in here and when I need a photo edited, what the hell am I going to do? I don't know. Send it to Lanai Studios. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to send it to Renee on her Lanai. And wherever you're going to be, Ocala, someplace down there? Yeah, somewhere down there. And I'm going to call you at 5 o'clock in the morning and say, hey, listen, I have a photo I need edited. Hey, you tell me where to submit my hours and we're good. Oh, I'll tell you where to submit your hours, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that I'll get paid. 
Oh, well, no, I can't. I can't do that. I can't do that. What are you going to do without her? Seriously. Um, I don't know. I, it's going to be very weird in here. It's going to be a lot colder in here. I can tell you that. We've got the air conditioning on right now, but I've it off. Now, I mean, oh it's yeah, frigid. Well, you're sitting right in front of the blower too, but um, it'll be a lot colder in here. It'll be a lot. Uh, I would say it'll be a lot quieter in here, but that's not true because I'm the only one that makes any noise. But it's going to be weird because I stare this direction every day, and I just stare into your face and into your eyes. Yeah, I know. And now with you not here, I'm going to be able to see through the window because your head blocks the window. And I'm going to actually be looking into the B98.5 studio where Buzz Bradley faces my direction. So now I'm just going to be looking into Buzz's eyes, which is just going to be very weird. weird. It's going to be very strange. (laughs) It's going to be strange. And I, I do expect, even though you are, you know, getting done with us and the company and you're going to just be living life spur of the moment, which, by the way, I'm very envious of. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, I need to find a new place to live. I'm going to need to find a new job. It doesn't come without a certain amount of stress that I've put on myself. But I, I really do find myself envious because as someone who is married with three kids, like I, I love being like the family guy. Like I, I love my life. Don't get me wrong. But I, I look at your situation. You know, you're a woman who is empowered and can do whatever you want. Is that what you want to be as a woman who is empowered? I do. Do anything you want. Single, no kids. You can. <laughs> I'm serious. Think about this. Think about this. You know, because there are pros and cons to every lifestyle, and yours, you can pick up right now. Everything you own fits in your friggin' car. True. And you can go anywhere you want and do anything that you want without anybody else's consideration. And that, holy crap! I don't want to like pack up and leave my family. Let me be clear. But just the thought of being able to do that. Oh, mm-hmm. man, I am. I'm a tinge jealous. Okay. I'm a tinge jealous. This is, this is a very interesting conversation. <laughs> no, think about it. Think about it. In a year from now, if you said, you know what? I've always wanted to see what it's like in Grand Rapids. You literally could just put your car and drive. Yeah, good. That's, that's the, amazing. That's the kind of person you want to be a realtor for. Always. Be. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make sure you leave a card. Before you go, uh, six. No, if I were to do that, it would be hashtag van life. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Can you get her a van because she's really into this this van life thing? This, she's a gypsy soul. It's huh? Instagram's fault. But now, because of the van life thing that you've been talking about for the last year, if you go to my YouTube, when you log into my YouTube account, some of the most recommended videos for me, aside from motorcycles, uh, is vans, literally yeah. like Mercedes conversion vans and all this stuff. Oh yeah, well don't. So. We'll talk before you get one of those. Okay. All right. I have stories. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> what kind of van would you go with, Renee? Oh, I don't know. An older one, you know, kind of one that, one of those cheaper ones. Like a VW like, bus? Like you're going to go back oh, to a VW uh, bus with, there, the, with the little canvas roof that oh, comes up? Oh, I would up? love to have something like that. Actually, just one of those vans that like, uh, like electricians a, use, that type oh, of van. Oh, I was thinking you were going to say like a, a Dodge Caravan with the wood panel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Woody Wagon. Oh, man. <laughs> that would be sweet, though. That would be sweet. Yeah. I would do that. You could also just get so, a Class A motorhome, big diesel pusher, five slides. Yeah, there. that's a little hard to be stealthy in that. Well, not necessarily. Uh, Depends so, on where you uh, one park One time, it. Heather and I actually rented a camper van down in New Zealand, went around the island that way. It was a blast. Wow. They've actually got it set up down there with an app that shows you all the places to stop and where to get gas and where to get yep. food. Maybe that's what you can develop in your second career. Very exciting. We're very happy for you. Also a little jealous, a little upset that you're leaving, but still happy. 
Okay, that's like, just a weird mix of emotions. Like six, I'm like 60% happy. Okay, thank six, you. Well, maybe it'll go up, maybe it'll go down. I'll let you know as we get closer <laughs> to next Wednesday. I, I get to spend some time with you before you head out. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of people are going to get to... Uh, she's taking over the uh, Chamber of Commerce Business After Hours next Wednesday. That's where everyone's really going to yeah, get to see her. Yeah, at the theater, I, but, huh? But they don't really know that. Well, they do now. <laughs> they do now. C-O-V, point of view. On the Moose Morning Show. Matt, Renee, and Matt. Matt Pouliot is with us this morning. You're here till what, 8 o'clock? Whenever you guys kick me out. Oh, all right. He's here all day. <laughs> uh, so if you have any questions for Matt, anything to do with the legislature or real estate in Maine, uh, or just anything, call and ask anything. Matt's going to be with us uh, this morning for a while anyway. Uh, coming up, Renee of Sunshine. First, let's talk about the actual sunshine. It's going to be a nicer day uh, than it was yesterday, which is good to see because... I plan on going swimming at my parents' house at some point this week, so I need to warm up just a little bit, please, and thank you. Well, lower 70s today and tomorrow with sunshine around 80 on Friday. All right, so Friday looks like it's probably going to be... How about Saturday? What is Saturday? I know, I'm sorry. I've got a wedding on Saturday. Is it going to be nice? Uh, Chance of showers with thunderstorms possible in the afternoon. That's all right. Rain on your wedding day, they say, is lucky. Try to tell a bride that the day of her wedding. She's not hearing it, but they do say, in fact, it's lucky. All right, you know what time it is. Whoop, why didn't that play? <clears throat> Sorry about You know what time it is. It's time for your Renee of Sunshine. Powered by Kennebec Savings Bank. Community strong for more than 150 years. Well, Mackenzie Scott has donated $2.7 billion to 286 organizations that will empower the voices that the world needs to is hear. That Jeff Bezos' ex-wife? Yes. Okay. That is. Um, shortly after her divorce from him, Scott signed the giving a pledge where she writes that she had planned to give the majority of her over $60 billion in wealth was going to give that out during her lifetime. And I can't find it right now, but I read a couple of organizations in Maine will be receiving some of that as oh, wow. well. Of course, I want to go find that again. Maybe she'll buy you a van, Renee. That be nice. <laughs> Hashtag van life. <laughs> and that's today's Renee Sunshine. Maybe she'll get you one of those Amazon vans, those big <laughs> Hey, that'd Amazon be pretty man. sweet. Hey, you know what'd be really cool is if we could get in touch with her people, and maybe she could donate a cool billion to Camp Out Hunger. That would be even better. That'd be Great. sweet. All right, that would be even better because that's something everybody should do is donate to Camp Out Hunger. Yes, and exactly one billion dollars too. So get to saving those <laughs> pennies. It's the Moose Morning Show. It's there for I am. It is the Moose Morning Show. Matt Renee and Matt Matt Pugliata is uh, with us this morning. Senator, realtor. Is there anything you don't do? Uh, let's see. I can't do more than three pull-ups. Okay. Well, see, that's good to know. Random fun facts. Uh, if you want to talk to Matt, you have a question about maybe main politics, main real estate, anything in between, give us a moose call at 626 or 547-9200. We're also talking about being friend-zoned this morning. Have you ever had to friend-zone somebody? Have you ever been friend-zoned? We want to hear your story. You can go ahead and give us a uh, call or a comment at our Facebook page. Uh, Crystal has a comment up. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, something about being friend zoned as misogynistic and sexist. I will have to go back and read that. Anyway, uh, it's going to be a decent day today. Better than it was yesterday. Yesterday we started with a little fog. It was cloudy. Some parts of the state yesterday had some like really epic downpours. We didn't up here, I don't think, but I saw some videos, uh, Southern Maine, like in the Portland area. Wicked cool down for us. I know it was raining pretty hard for a while out, out in Belgrade Lakes. Oh, it was? Yesterday. Oh, nice. Oh, don't you love a rainy day on the lake? 
Well, we were walking out to go Tell out. Us, on, what's that like, Renee? We were walking out to go out on the boat when it happened. Oh. So, so you couldn't go out on really the boat. It really was not the preferred scenario. Oh, had to go back on the <laughs> lanai and have some tea, did you? Tell us, what is that like, Renee? <laughs> Rough life. Yeah, yeah. Were you were you strenuously packing for your, your trip to the Sunshine State? <laughs> Where there's palm trees and Mickey Mouse. No, we just went in the house and played cards. And alligators and poisonous spiders. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, Renee's final day, by the way, uh, in case you missed the announcement or live under a rock, uh, a week from today, seven days from now, will be Renee's final Moose Morning Show, Wednesday the 23rd. Uh, next week, prepare for a lot of reminiscing, a lot of old audio clips from the 90s. I have to find them. I don't know where they are. <laughs> They're probably in a box I of said, tapes somewhere. I said, go speak to your father. Hmm. He I will. might have some. Yeah, he will. Otherwise, it's gone. Oh, no. We'll, we'll dig them up. We'll exhume them, um, if you will. Uh, did you do the weather? I'm sorry. I went off on a tangent there. Sunny in 70s. Today. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, listen. We announced this yesterday. We've been waiting for the opportunity to do so. Uh, but our summer concert series that we do in Augusta with the city of Augusta, we had to cancel last year because of COVID. Just like everything else that got canceled last year because of COVID. Well, it's back this year. New name and new location. Formerly Waterfront Wednesday, it is now the Summer Fun Concert Series, back with the City of Augusta, and it's going to be at Mill Park now instead of Waterfront Park. Uh More space, and we've got a huge lineup. Now, this starts on Wednesday the 30th with the Ellis Falls Trio, Brad Wallace from the Raging Bull and his crew. uh, They're going to be performing. Then on the 7th, these are all Wednesdays, by the way, uh, on July 7th, Sharon Hood and Dixon Road will be with us. And then on the 14th, the Rob Burnell Band will be with us on the 21st. Uh, Laura Hudson and the School Street Band on the 28th, Dom Kalizzi. And then I'm very excited about this. August 4th, we've got Sugarbox. Hmm. What is Sugarbox? What you're asking is yourself. Sugarbox? Right, exactly. That's what I said. Because I messaged a friend of mine yesterday. I said, I've got one more slot that I need to fill. Who do you recommend? And uh, she said, I would book Sugarbox. So I looked him up on Facebook, sent a message. We worked it out last night, and they're going to be playing on August 4th. Uh, they do like 90s and 2000s. They're kind of like a throwback lunch band. Oh, cool. Yeah, so they'll do like 90s and 2000s pop music, but then they'll also do like some hip-hop and rap stuff, you know, like Sugar Hill Gang and MC Hammer and all this kind of stuff. So I'm very excited. That's on August 4th. Then on August 11th, I'll be DJing. We're going to throw a block party, oh, an summer block party down at Mill fun. Park. So, uh, again, all end of summer, like just started, man. End of summer. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> and you know, it's amazing. We were talking about this the other day, but now that like COVID's going away and regulations are being lifted and we're a sense of normal. I hate all of these terms, by the way. I hate them because I've had to say them so much. Uh, but now that we're getting back to a more normal situation, time is cranking by. It is like when COVID was full force, it was like every day took 30 days to get through, you know? October was the longest year ever. Like, it just, it took forever. (laughs) Now, time is back to flying by, and we're, like, looking at the 4th of July already. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm sad. But Waterfront Wednesday, a.k.a. the Summer Fun Concert Series, is back. All kicks off Wednesday the 30th with the Ellis Falls Trio. Oh, and I, how could I forget? We'll have food trucks. We're bringing cornhole. We're going to have a beer garden at all these shows. Wow. Okay, 21 plus for the beer garden and cornhole area, but it's free to get in. Bring the family, and we're at Mill Park. It's going to be a really good time. It's all powered by Grand Behavioral Services and Damon's Beverage and Redemption. The full list of concerts, all the details, we've got them right now at the 92 Moose app. It's the Moose Morning Show. 92 Moose. On the Moose Morning Show, Matt, Renee, and Matt. Matt Pouliot is with us this morning. Uh, Senator and... 
realtor and how many people you have working for you down at the uh, at the real estate office now? We have two brokers on the team, uh, and then my wife Heather works there, does our marketing and design. That's and, awesome. Uh, a million other things. Heather's great. Heather is like the if you look up the firecracker in the dictionary, <laughs> it is a picture of Heather Pouliot. Uh, she and she's always so busy and always doing so. Every time we go to an event that's happening in Augusta, and I'm like, okay, where am I supposed to go or what am I supposed to do? They're like. Go see that lady. And it's Heather with a clipboard running around. Um, yeah, she's great. And I, we were talking a little bit about, you know, the new apartments that you guys just renovated in Augusta, those nine units upstairs. Uh, what's the name of that building? Is that building of a name? Is it like the... Well, historically known as the New Puritan Brothers Block. That was uh, going to be my 400th guess. Yeah. <laughs> Constructed in 1923. Wow. And we did a full historic um, renovation on it to yeah. National Park Ser- Service standards, yeah. And that building has quite a history. Um, the pawn shop was there for many years. Yeah, OTR. Downstairs, OTR. Downstairs. Shenanigans, doobies. Uh, Way before that was Hazel Greens. Back in the day. Back in the day was Hazel Greens. Um, and when you were doing that, you did that live video weeks ago showing the new units and the front of the building and all this. And your your office is actually like where the back of the pawn shop would have yeah, been, right yeah, in there, in the back corner overlooking the river. And it's just so interesting to see the changes, and it it looks so beautiful. It looks so beautiful, and those apartments up there are just they're unbelievable. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's a good feeling to create. A wonderful place for people to live as well. Yeah. We spend so much of our time, you know, in our homes and especially now with COVID right. going on, a lot of folks are working more from home. So these are great quality places for people to live and we hope to do more of it. And right now for people that are in homes that they're trying to get out of, it's a great market to sell your home. And of course, then you have to go buy one. <laughs> um, and that's got to be a little bit tough because, you know, obviously we talked earlier about inventory and how there's what, 1.65 months of inventory, but we really need what, four to six yeah, six ideally. In that ballpark. So people that are selling their homes for much more than they could have a couple of years ago are now buying homes for much more than they would have a couple of years ago. Now, is this has this presented challenges for people that are still making the same money that they were making a couple of years yeah, ago? Yeah, in some cases. I mean, I think the interest rates being lower is helping that. Uh, but, you know, a lot of folks have a lot of equity now in their homes, right. so they're able to put more money down. Uh, which is helping to keep the payments in line with where they need to be. Now, you you must be finding that especially homes that go on the market in, in cities like Augusta, they're not lasting long. They're not no. staying on the market long. No, no. Uh, and, you know, our listings are, are going under contract within a couple of days with multiple offers. <laughs> you know, we do a lot with on our listings. We do all professional photography and we do 3D walkthrough of the space, you know, so people from coast to coast are able to see the home um, just like they were there almost. Right. It's kind of interesting. You know, my wife and I bought a home in Windsor uh, in 2017. We were very, very, we had been looking uh, for, I don't know, a couple of months, you know, and we were very fortunate to come across this home. We wanted to be in Windsor, uh, but we were looking in Vassalboro, China, you know, in case we found something that we just loved, but we really wanted to be in Windsor. uh, And we found this home and it was brand new and it wasn't even done yet. I mean, it had been framed. Um, They were just hanging the drywall. It was going to be a spec house. And so we bought it while it was under construction. We put in the offer and, and, uh, and we bought it essentially. So we were able to. Essentially or really do you you actually live there? Yeah, we do. We really, (laughs) we really do live there. If anybody asks. Um, but because we bought it while it was under construction, we were able to then choose the cupboards, the countertops, the flooring, the carpet for the bedrooms, uh, bathroom tile. Like this, it was, it worked out so well. And at the time, uh, our realtor was like, hey, you know, this is going to be super desirable. You should put in an offer that's like five grand over asking. That's my advice. So we did, and we ended up getting it. But, I mean, 5000 over asking now is probably like nothing. I mean, people are probably offering like 
crazy money over the asking sure, price. Sure, I mean, it depends. A lot of times, you know, it's interesting because as consumers, we're used to seeing a sticker price, particularly like buying a car or something. And we're like, oh, like, we got to get down. Can we get it? Yeah. Exactly. So our brains in America just aren't wired that way. Right, uh, right. So now it's like, what are we doing to... Because a home's price is worth ultimately what someone is willing to pay for. Of course. You know? Yeah. And so we do have many offers that are, you know, 10, 20, sometimes 30,000. I mean, we had a client that was bidding. Lincoln County is really glowing, going through the roof right now. Wow. Uh, down on the coast, Route 1 area. I mean, they bid like 80,000 over the list price, cash, no inspections, and did not get the property in that case. So wow. there are some really, I mean, that's obviously an outlier, right? But the most most properties are selling for at uh, at or above list price right now and some people might be like this is crazy i'm overpaying but the reality is that this is a new norm in terms of where our market is because a lot of folks are moving to Maine now. And so so people that are out there going, oh, I'm just going to wait, I'm going to wait, you know, in six months or a year when this all comes back down. So what you're saying is that more than likely this is not going to drop back down to 2019 level. No, no, we don't really have anything to indicate that that's going to happen. The inventory's not there. The rates aren't going to suddenly go from, you know, four to eight. Right. And um, there there isn't new stuff being built. So there aren't the economic indicators to really say, hey, look, you know, this is going to drop through like it did before because we had way too much inventory. So we'll continue to see the lower inventory levels. Yeah. I mean, unless people are out, start building homes tomorrow. Right. You right. Know? And we've, we've talked about this before. There just isn't that kind of a setup in Maine. We need more tradespeople. Right. That's something that I've been pushing for in the legislature. Right. You know, because they're good paying jobs, but also it helps us with this issue that we have of, mm-hmm. of affordable housing. Crunch. Right. No, that absolutely makes sense. And back to your point about our brains not being wired that way. That is, I never thought of it that way, but that's absolutely right. You know, you're on a car lot and you're trying to negotiate the price down. Now it's, you know, you're buying a house and it's like, listen, I know you want 200000 for this, but... And would you sweeten the deal. W- would you take 210 <laughs> You know, it is. It's just, it's weird to think that way, uh, but it's absolutely accurate. So if you have any questions about the Maine State Legislature, about real estate, give Matt a call. We're right here in the studio, 626 or 547-9200. We'd love to hear from you. 92 Moose. Starting your day without you. It is the Mighty Moose Morning Show. We're asking you this morning, have you ever been friend-zoned or have you ever had to friend-zone somebody? How did it go? Uh, Samantha at our Facebook page says, I did for years. Now we're getting married next year. We'll have been together for eight in December. <laughs> so sometimes that's just how it goes. we got Moose Morning Show tweets of the day on the way in about five minutes. It's going to be a nice day today and get warmer as the week goes on. Yeah, the 92 most central Maine weather is for sunshine and highs will be around, well, low 70s today, mid 70s tomorrow and around 80 for Friday. Senator and realtor Matt Pouliot with us this morning. And we've been talking off air actually about all kinds of different things about the city of Augusta. It actually came up in conversation about where 92 Moose were located behind the laundromat over here at the Kmart <laughs> Plaza, where Kmart and Friendly's and Radio Shack and Fastenal all used to be, uh, behind the laundromat, where we've been since 1992. But before that, and we talked about it earlier, a lot of people don't realize this, we were over at the, the Flaherty building, the big was, brown building on the a rotary here in Augusta. Right. At that point, it was the Casco Bank building because uh. Casco Bank was on the first floor. And Naughty Two Moose was there for quite some time. Mm-hmm. On the same floor as uh, the law firm. 
And Which, Renee, <laughs> Renee had quite a view, it sounds like. Yeah, I could see the rotary. I could see over to uh, what is now the parking lot next to Kennebec Savings Bank. Yep. And yeah, you see some interesting things there. Now, you, so when you started with the company in 1991, that's where you started, was in that building on the rotary. That is correct. And was 92 moves, did we move willingly or were we tossed out of that building? My, the best of my recollection is that our lease expired. And they, and the building didn't want to renew it. And, like I said, we shared a floor with the law firm. <laughs> so I th- think it just wasn't a, a good mesh of like, you know. They didn't take well to the typewriters that, going off the roof on yeah, Secretary Day. That, was, that was my impression is that, you know. It was my Wacky fault. radio station yeah. and a uh, very important law firm. Right. And it was just. Mm. I don't know. It seems like the balance would have been a good thing. (laughs) I do, too. Yeah, Yeah. because it seems like you would have needed those lawyers. Uh, It would have worked out pretty well. Um, Now, what what floor were we on? The fourth floor, the top floor. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, it was it was the general manager had the best view of seeing right into the um, right into the uh, rotary. rotary. Yeah. And I had the the office next to his so I could see a lot of it. So it That's was pretty crazy. sweet. It was yeah. very sweet. Your office here now is where our furnace used to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the truth. That literally. Is, that is the truth. Renee's desk sits where the boiler was. Exactly. You know, because we spare no expense for Renee Nelson. Well, and we've taken she every bit Wednesday. of spare space in this building. This is prior to COVID to to make room for everybody we needed at that point. Right. COVID has kind of created a situation where, wait, right. we all learned to work at home and independently a little bit more. So. Right. But we did. That's where we used to be in the Flaherty building. The mm-hmm. Casco Bank building is what it was mm-hmm. over there on the road. The question is, where were you in 1991? Um, I was roaming the hallways. I would have been four years old at that point. So, Renee, I don't know. I, I do remember being... Because they had an elevator. I remember I used yeah. to ride the elevator in the Casco Bank building. I don't remember much more than that because I was so young, but I was around. Oh, yeah. He was, was around. So were his matchbox, matchbox cars. I wouldn't have wanted. I'm glad that as mm. I started to work here, we're over here now. I wouldn't have wanted those views of the river and the rotary and all that stuff. I'm, I couldn't see the river. The studio faced a parking lot of um, one of the buildings that was out behind us. And yeah. Still, that was though. a weird view. Yeah, just having so a view. Finished printing the photos of Renee to put up on the window uh, after next. I am going to have to put. I am going to have to put photos of Renee up. I'm going to forget what she looks like, and without your head in my way, I'm going to be able to see out the window now into the other radio studio where B98.5 is. Well, you could just put something up on the window. I could. Maybe I'll just put up a blind. Or maybe they'll put something up on the window so you're not creeping on them. That's true. Because Buzz, Buzz Bradley and I are going to make direct eye contact all morning now because your head's going to be out of the way. It is going to be very, very awkward. And it's very hot in that studio, so Buzz is always sweating. So I'm just going to have a sweaty man looking through the windows at me. So, <laughs> Wish I could say that was the first time. Central Maine wakes up. Leave the door open. We're live from the Damon's Beverage and Redemption Studios this morning. Happy Wednesday, halfway through the work week, which is pretty exciting. And seven minutes after eight o'clock, time is flying this morning. It's Matt, Renee, and Matt. Matt Pouliot's here. We've talked a lot about real estate uh, today. We haven't talked a ton uh, about the legislature. Now, what is going on in the legislature? Sure. Uh, well, today is supposed to be our last legislative day. Uh, we've got about 150 more bills to run through. So. Are you are you exaggerating? Like, oh, it's like 150, no, or is no, it really like 150? No, it's true. Actually, I asked the Secretary of the Senate on Monday, and uh, he said he had counted Friday. We had a little over 375. 
we cranked through those, um, you know, 200 or so in the last couple of days. And now, are these all up. just up for votes, basically just like procedural votes right now? Yeah. Or are these still need to be discussed and debated? You know, as much as people read in the news about, you know, Republicans and Democrats don't get along, they don't like each other, you know, we pass a lot of bills unanimously in the legislature. Right. So those bills. But you don't hear about quickly. those because they're not newsworthy. If they're people aren't arguing about it, why talk? <laughs> <Right>. That's exactly <laughs> it. And it's nice to hear about a little bipartisanship. Yeah, no, we've got a lot of good stuff going on, not the least of which is the fact that we're back there in person. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but we're on our 11th legislative day, and normally come June, we'd, you know, we'd be up in our 70s or 80s uh, in terms of legislative days. So right. a lot less interaction in person this session. It's been a different experience doing stuff via Zoom like right. the whole world has. Right. Um, but we're pretty much wrapped up or will be this week, and then we just have – some budget stuff, and then if the governor vetoes any of these bills, we'll come back to, to vote on those vetoes yeah. at a later date in June. Well, just ask her not to. Just be like, please don't veto these because we want to go enjoy our Trust summer. Me, yeah. there's a lot of them I want her to veto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, man. I miss those days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and again, it's, it's nice to have a little insight into, you know, into the chambers, especially, you know, into the Senate. Um, and it's just very interesting because we, you know, we read a lot about it. You know, you pop open the KJ, you read all about what's going on in politics, but to get a view from the inside, you know, it's very interesting. And you guys had a late night last night and it looks like probably another late night. But what time are you going to session? Nine o'clock? Yeah. Uh, session starts at 10. We'll okay. probably be there, um, until one or 2 a.m. tomorrow if we, if we roll through all of the stuff. Wow. But, I mean, I'd be more in favor of us, you know, just coming back tomorrow and Friday. Uh, but. I don't set the schedule. I just do the job. <laughs> now, from a you know how that goes, from right? a from a constituent <laughs> standpoint, you know, you talk about having like 150, 200 bills that you've got to get through before you know session ends. It's got to be. How do you familiarize yourself and, and and read all these bills? I mean, how how is that even? possible for sure. anybody to do well i'd be lying if i said i've read every bill that we voted on in the legislature right you know, exactly we, we have Who policy, policy well the policy committees really vet these bills okay so there's um 13 policy committees that are going through these different bills and looking at all the differences and the nuances and everything and it's got a bipartisan representation republicans democrats pretty evenly weighted on those committees okay. And so if a bill comes out of committee where everybody voted on it unanimously, generally that goes through the process, what's called under the hammer. The body just votes on the bill without it being brought up and talked about or okay. debated. Um, it's the bills where there are divided reports where, you know, maybe had four people on the committee over here and seven people over here. Okay. But there's more of a debate on those bills, which those are the ones that take more time when they come through the chamber. And those are probably the ones that we're reading about in the KJ yeah. and seeing yeah. on the news. Yeah. yeah, things like, you know, should the state, you know, have ownership of the public power, which is something that was discussed last night, you know. And you said that passed the House last night. It did night. pass the House. It'll be interesting to see how it goes in the Senate. And the governor has indicated that, she, I mean, she hasn't said that she'll veto the bill, but they sent out a two-page memo last night to all legislators okay. saying how terrible the bill was. So, yeah. I mean, it kind of uh, is leaning toward her probably vetoing that public power bill. Now, so is we'll that see. the biggest bill in the pro in, in the No, I mean, the funnel? biggest thing really that we have to deal with is the budget. Okay. Uh, and so there's, you know, over a billion dollars of ARCA funds that the legislature has to vote on. And, um, you know, I don't know that we'll do that this evening, but it's possible. Yeah. Uh, we're wrapping up some budget discussions now. 
that's going to be the toughest part. And it's tough. I mean, I just I'm so appreciative. Republicans, Democrats, independents, anywhere, just anybody that's in politics, because being in politics, whether it's a state or a federal level, is not easy because you always have like half the population that just thinks that you're wrong. Yeah, well, you know, it's just exactly. it's got to be I mean, so that's tough. That's the case for everybody in the world. Just not everybody knows it. Right? Well, right. Well, yeah, that's that's exactly right. But you know, you're at, you're at the forefront. You're in the public eye. You know, you and all the other senators and representatives. And I just want to say I appreciate what you know you all are doing. The men and women of our legislature. Again, the, the side of the aisle is irrelevant in the sense that. Without what you guys do, we would have the state wouldn't function. Yeah, there's 186 members in the legislature, and I think that each one of those members, even though we may disagree from a policy perspective, you know, they're getting up because they're committed to trying to do what they believe is the right, right thing to make Maine mm-hmm. a better place. Right. So it doesn't mean that we're always going to agree on on the means to get there. Right. Um, but you know, folks that serve in the legislature are doing it because they want to try to contribute and, and make a difference. You right. Know? And I think that's laudable and. You know, we have our disagreements, of course, but there's a lot of things that, you know, we've been able to do that have made Maine a better place, I think, over time. And uh, it's been great to be a part of that. Well, that's all. Well, we appreciate you coming in this morning. Uh, We wish you the best, of course, uh, with today's session. Sounds like it's going to be a a really long one. Yeah. Um, And I'll try not to let you guys have to go back there again for the summer. I'll I'll call Janet after the show and I'll just, (laughs) I'll ask her not to veto anything. Maybe she can be your new co-host. Maybe. Yeah. We can get Janet Mills to come in. Just right around the corner. Yeah. Yeah, That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Not that you didn't have a lot of pull, but co-hosting a show with the governor. I mean, yeah, be, yeah. No, you'll, I think you'll get further with that. Yeah, all right. I could maybe I get some of my conservative talking points into her ear while she's hearing anything. Yeah. Okay. No. All right. Well, gonna, I'll give her a call. I'm miss, miss Renee, though, uh, it's been fun growing up with you on the air, oh, and thank you. Um, you know, Matt and I are the same age. Actually. We just learned that. Yeah. <laughs> Got the same haircut. And yeah. Everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been fun uh, tuning in and all these all these years in the morning, and we're going to miss having you around. Oh, in this thank community. you. Thank you very much. So best of luck to you, and I look forward to following your adventures in the van. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, Renee's yeah. van life. I can't wait to hear more I don't about know, it's this. Still a possibility. It is a possibility. Hashtag Absolutely. van life. And depending on how my career here goes, you might need a two-bedroom van. Okay? <laughs> it's the Moose Home from work after a long day. Join Coop. ETS, it is butter. It is the Moose Morning Show. Matt James, Renee Nelson, one week from today will be Renee's final show, eh? Uh, Yeah, that's right. One week from today, Wednesday the 23rd. I almost said the 3rd. Wednesday the 23rd. Oh, it's going to be different here without you. Yeah, well, I couldn't decide which day to... You know, have as my last day. So I'm like, we'll do it on a Wednesday. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I I'm, I know I mentioned it earlier, but it's just the ability to be able to just pick up and just go, man. The, the Oh, I'm so envious of that freedom. And I know oh, as as free as it must feel to be able to do something like that, it also has to be equally scary. And I mean, that part oh, I'm not is. as envious of, right? You know, because oh, it's it is like, very scary. It's, it's- going to be equal parts freeing. And terrifying. Yeah, if anybody thinks that this doesn't come with some level of fear and insecurity and, oh my, what have I done? Right, right, right. <laughs> no, it's just not realistic. There is all of that. Well, it's like you were talking yesterday and it, 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 it sort of impacted me the way that you said it. But, you know, you have a lot of things on your calendar, including our pay schedule here at 92 Moose. Yeah. And you just, said that you had gone in and deleted all of the recurring paychecks that you have set on your calendar. And that that was like a big moment to realize, wow, these are going to stop. Right, because I'm going to Florida. I have a bit of a plan. I'm going to be house sitting for a few months for friends who are coming here for for their yeah, that summer works out vacation. So well, yeah, it, yeah. It's it's a huge, uh, actually, probably the biggest thing that tipped my thought process. Like now is the time, 
But uh, so I have that, but I am, don't have a job. <laughs> I have a little bit of money in the bank, right. but I don't have a job. So I need to literally go there, take a deep breath, you know, sit on the lanai for a day or two and have a few <laughs> beverages and, and then get to work. Right. Getting back to work. Right. I think, are you going to look for something that allows you to be remote, that allows you to work from home without having to actually travel to a place every day? That would be ideal. Right. Um, but I also have no problem with just, you know, doing something like in retail. I've right. all, I When I have done retail, I've liked it in the past. Doing something a little bit more physical would be nice for a while. But now that I don't, I'm not invested into this 30-year career that's, I can take a job and decide two, three months later, right. oh, I'm going to find another job and do something else. I see you involved with a nonprofit. I'll be shocked so, if that's not what happens. So do I. I, you know, I really I would be A surprised. Salvation Army type, Spectrum Generations, Meals on Wheels type of operation. Yeah, that would be ideal. Yeah. Something like that. I you do, know, I in a see paid it. position. Right, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Can't afford to volunteer all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was delivering for Meals on Wheels, but I ran out of gas because I don't have a job. <laughs> Um, yeah, so something like that would be cool. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. We're going to obviously stay in touch and find out what you're doing and how you're doing and all that. Yeah, the hardest part is Shadow needs to stay here for now. Right. Um, and that's going to be extremely difficult, but it's important to the, the process. Right. Well, we'll make sure he's well taken care of. He can still come He can still come in for the morning show like he has been, just lay on the floor. Yeah, well, if he could figure out how to drive, you know, he'd be all set. He does everything like, else. He'd be coming here. He'd be going back out to Belgrade Lakes and saying, hey, let's go out on the boat. And, you know, Get an Uber. Like, yeah, you said he's like fallen in love with the pontoon boat. He has. It's kind of weird for He was dog. terrified of it. Now he tries to like open the deck door himself. Yeah, like he trotted out onto the, the boat dock, which he's been very hesitant to do in previous right. times going out on boat docks. And he trotted out on that and then poked his nose at the door like... Let's go. Yeah. Why aren't we on the water? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Shadow's living all of our best lives. I he think. really is. That's really, what he's doing. Oh he my goodness. Eats when he wants. He sleeps when he wants. He poops when he wants. He boats when he wants. <laughs> Literally, that's that's that is my dream summary right well, there of life. And he's recently met a little boy because I'm staying with friends. So the, yeah. there's a, a nephew that comes to visit this little boy that ha was feeding him pieces of pizza. I mean, he really is living his best life. That's right awesome. Now. Yeah. My best life. But yes, I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. <laughs> the Moose Morning Show.